I'm Dylan Curtis, and this is the I'm Wondering Podcast. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the I'm Wondering Podcast. Thank you for being gracious with me. I did not release one two weeks ago, so it's been a month since recording. Uh, A lot's just been going on. So uh, thank you for your patience and your understanding and your graciousness towards me. Um, But I'm glad that we're here together again for another episode of the podcast. And this one should get a little interesting. Um, It was one of those uh, random thoughts, just a moment where you have one of those random thoughts and you decide to pursue it. Um, I often wonder uh, with many holidays uh, what the relationship is to Christianity. Um, So the question of, I'm wondering, is Halloween a Christian holiday, Um, is what came to my mind. You know, is this more of a pagan holiday that got Christianized? Um, Is it completely unaffiliated with Christianity, um, but we've come to accept its existence and culture? Um, And I know this is a bit odd, this topic, um, but what we celebrate and why we celebrate are important things for us to explore, Um, even if the result is simply satisfying an odd question, finding the answer to an odd question. So, uh, is Halloween a Christian holiday? Um, at first, you might think uh, that question is ridiculous, um, which, to be fair, it kind of is ridiculous. Um, from our point of view, Halloween seems to be completely opposite of Christianity. Um, it involves dark spirits, uh, overindulgence in candy, um, a fascination with the dead, um, questionable costume choices. Um, as Halloween currently stands in our culture, it really doesn't line up with our faith. However, there is actually a deep-rooted Christian history to Halloween, uh, believe it or not. But the real roots of Halloween are, of course, no surprise, pagan. So it's sort of this odd back and forth um, that's been going on for most of history. Um, Pagan at first, then Christian, and now I would say probably mostly pagan again. Um, But we'll begin with the oldest origins of of this holiday that we know of. Um, In this information, a lot of it comes from BibleInfo.com and History.com. Um, So let's start with um, the origins of Halloween and how they stretch all the way back to the Celtic pagan festival known as Samhain. I don't know if that's how you say it. Uh, I think I saw another pronunciation listed as Sahim, but I'm going to say Samhain because that's what it looks like it's spelled like. So this began actually uh, over 1,900 years ago in England, Ireland, and northern France. Um, the Celtic festival that is the ancestor of Halloween was related to really the Celts' way of looking at the world. Uh, all the Celtic peoples conceived of a fundamental dichotomy between light and dark, with the former representing positive, lucky, fruitful values 
and the latter representing negative, threatening, destructive values. Um, SUP explains. So SUP is a expert on this topic um, quoted in uh, these articles. The Celtic year um, began at sundown at the end of the autumn harvest, uh, continued through the darkness of winter and the early spring into the brightness of summer growing season and concluded with the harvest. Um, Two big holidays divided the Celtic year. Um, Beltane, uh, which took place April 30th and May 1st uh, on our calendar, and Samhain, which occurred from October 31st to November 1st. Um, Samhain was the moment when the spiritual world uh, became visible to humans and the gods enjoyed playing tricks on mortals. Uh, it was also a time when the spirits of the dead mingled with the living. Um, the Celts believed in gathering all their harvests by Samhain, um, and Sup explains why, so that it would not be damaged by the evil or mischievous spirits who could return on the first evening of the dark half of the year. Uh, token offerings of the harvested food should be offered to the spirits to placate them. Um, bonfires were also a large aspect of this holiday as well. Uh, another tradition um, that was attached to Samhain, um, this October 31st and November 1st time, uh, was actually the Druidic belief that during the night of November 1st, demons, witches, and evil spirits freely roam the earth with great joy to great, greet the arrival of their season, again, this being the dark season, the long nights and the early dark of the winter months. The demons had their fun with poor mortals that night, uh, frightening, harming, and even playing all kinds of mean tricks on them. Uh, the only way, it seemed, for scared humans to escape the persecution of the demons was to offer them things like uh, offer them things that they liked, especially fancy foods and sweets. Or in order to escape the fury of these horrible creatures, a human could disguise themselves as one of them and join in their roaming. In this way, they would recognize the human as a demon or witch, and the human would not be bothered that night. Uh, so obviously, Sam Hain was not Christian in any conceivable way. Uh, in fact, quite the opposite. Um, but that would actually end up changing with the spread of Christianity, um, especially with St. Patrick's missionary work in Ireland. Um, as more and more people converted to Christianity, Samhain, of course, lost its popularity for pretty obvious reasons. Um, and however, instead of eradicating pagan practices such as Samhain, um, the church and the pope decided that they would use these, these uh, holidays with a Christian twist um, to bring paganism and Christianity sort of together to build a bridge um, which would make it easier for local populations to convert to the state religion. Um, and that was the intent of what would now be Halloween, um, the rebranding of Sam, Sam Hain. The word Halloween literally means the evening before All Hallows Day or All Saints Day, which occurs on November 1st. Halloween is also the shortened name of All Halloween. Uh, or All Hallows Evening, 
and All Saints Eve, uh, which is celebrated on October 31st, which we know that um, for Halloween in our culture is October 31st. Um, Sup talks about this. The ancient Celts believed that all sorts of threatening spirits were out and about on Samhain, as we've talked about. But the early medieval Christian church believed in saints, Christians who were remarkable for their devout religious beliefs and lives. Um, And saints, a lot of times, the way this was viewed um, in the church was that saints had a sort of supernatural side or had uh, a blessing of sorts that they could give to believers. Um, So it it was sort of attached to um, Sam Hain in that sense of this supernatural event or occurrence, except it was the saints instead of these evil spirits that were haunting and scaring and all the terrible things we've talked about. Um, the saints took that place instead. Um, a lot of it has to do with um, some of the miraculous occurrences that um, have been told about saints. Um, certain rituals also carried over from Sam Hain into Halloween, uh, such as, of course, the jack-o'-lantern of carving pumpkins, uh, which we still do today. In Ireland and Scotland, people developed the custom of using um, carved vegetable lanterns, if you will, to scare off the uh, mythical character of Stingy Jack. Um, That's a very interesting character. Uh, But he wandered the earth because the devil wouldn't let him into hell. Um, I have a lot of questions about that mythology and what kind of mythical evil character you would have to be that the devil wouldn't even let you into hell. Um, yeah, anyways, but that was sort of the purpose of the jack-o'-lantern. Um, but again, it has, of course, Celtic tradition here, customs. Um, there was the practice of trick-or-treating, uh, which originates in the Celtic custom of giving token uh, bits of harvest to the spirits wandering outside of houses on the evening of Samhain to placate them and prevent them from doing destructive things to the harvested homes. Um, and once Christianity became established in the Celtic regions, uh, young unmarried men would parade around on Halloween, going to houses and calling for gifts to the spirits. Um, this was a time when the hard work of the harvest was done so they could indulge in some pranks to let off steam. Um, Sup says, In Scotland, the groups of young men were called uh, geezers, believe it or not, (laughs) because they wore disguises. Uh, I don't know the connection there uh, linguistically. You could look it up. Um, But this was sort of the beginning of the custom of wearing Halloween costumes. Um, You could argue that people dressing up to to uh, blend in with the evil spirits during Sam Hain could maybe be seen as, as a costume beginning, but this is where they say a lot of Halloween costumes comes from are um, these geezers who were wearing them uh, as disguises. Um, so for the most part, this is the Christianized Halloween, is the Christianized version of Sam Hain, um, which brings us up to basically modern times. Um, a lot of these things that we've talked about were brought over, especially by uh, immigrants from Ireland and Scotland, British Isles, um, and that's where we got them in this country. A lot of them brought them over. Um, but modern Halloween as it stands, uh, you know, today in our culture, um, I would say Halloween seems to embrace more of the Sam Hain tradition than the All Saints Eve tradition of the church. Um, in fact, I don't really 
know how many Christians out there probably even know that there is sort of a Christian connection with Halloween. Um, I would venture a lot of us don't know that. Uh, I certainly didn't know that until looking this up and studying it. Um, And really, it's not too surprising. I would say that a pagan holiday um, has really persisted to stay pagan, uh, even after attempts to Christianize it. Um, And the natural question uh, for us to ask as Christians is, uh, how appropriate is it for us to partake in Halloween? Um, Is it okay for us to um, celebrate Halloween in our culture? Um, And I'm going to break this out into two, uh, you know, popular views, I would say. Most, Most Christians probably take one or uh, one of these stances for or against, really. Um, so the first one, uh, the first view I would associate as, uh, not associate, but would say is don't associate with evil. Um, the first view, uh, you would take a pretty hard stance, of course, against associating with Halloween in any way. Um, you know, one could argue that it would be equivalent to associating with evil, given a lot of the dark spirits and undertones and other things that are associated with Halloween. Um, And there's a couple different scriptures um, to think through, um, which include Leviticus 20.27, which says, A man or a woman who is a medium uh, or a necromancer shall surely be put to death. They shall be stoned with stones. Their blood shall be upon them. Uh, Obviously, there is a strong sense of interacting with evil spirits or the dead during Halloween and a medium or a necromancer, um, a necromancer being one who tries to bring people back from the dead, um, but not in a resurrection sense. Um, Don't have time to go through all of that. Um, Obviously, these are people that Israel was told not to associate with. Um, This is reinforced again in Deuteronomy 18, 9 through 13, which says, when you come into the land that the Lord your God is giving you, You shall not learn to follow the abominable practices of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who burns his son or his daughter as an offering, anyone who practices divination or tells fortunes or interprets omens or a sorcerer or a charmer or a medium or a necromancer or one who inquires of the dead. For whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord." And because of these abominations, the Lord your God is driving them out before you. You shall be blameless before the Lord your God. Uh, So again, uh, expanded, if you will, a list of people that Israel was told not to associate with, people they were told to avoid. Um, And obviously, some of these would probably find a very comfortable home in the tradition of Samhain. Um, especially those who had to do with inquiring about the dead or mediums or the necromancers, sorcerers, omens. I mean, a lot of that are things that we see within the tradition of Samhain and really in parts of uh, Halloween celebrations too. Um, So that gives us some insight. Um, And then we'll end this one with Ephesians 5.11, which just says, Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but but instead expose them. Uh, So really, the question becomes, uh, what is your intent with Halloween and celebrating it? If you celebrate it, are you associating with things that are not of God? Um, Are you inviting or endorsing some of the things mentioned in these scriptures, maybe? 
Um, and again, this is the hard, hard stance against Halloween. Um, it's a very negative view towards the the holiday, uh, especially in our own culture, and it doesn't allow really any room for it potentially being seen as just sort of a harmless holiday with candy and costumes and carving pumpkins and and not really super associated with evil spirits and those sort of things. But this is this is a view that plenty of people hold, and, and they're very passionate about that. Uh, so the next view, uh, I would say, is maybe a little more charitable. Maybe it has sort of a uh, cross-cultural mindset um, that there is something that can be uh, useful for ministering, even in a holiday like Halloween. Um, you know, you might look, they, someone with this view might look at the holiday and say, of, of course, we reject the evil spirits association with the dead or uh, the obvious dark parts of this holiday. Ultimately, though, it's just more or less a pretty harmless holiday overall. Um, and you might say this is sort of in keeping with how the church handled it uh, back when they sort of Christianized Samhain into Halloween. Um, they still allowed things like carving pumpkins and giving out candy. Um, and of course, you had costumes. Um, so really, it was seen as kind of an opportunity, uh, as we stated earlier. The Pope and leadership in the church saw it as an opportunity to have a bridge for uh, pagans who were coming to Christ, um, that they would keep some aspects of this, um, but take out a lot of the um, evil spirits and the stuff that obviously um, clashes with Christianity. Um, you know, and that's been a common tactic throughout history in Christianity to take something familiar to a culture and attempt to uh, Christianize it or to explain it through the lens of um, Scripture and, and what God would say. Um, and there is definitely some effectiveness um, taking that approach. It has been very effective in different cultures for different reasons. Um, I would say that Paul himself even did that um, with the philosophers in Greece, um, Acts 17.28, uh, 4, says Paul speaking to the Greek philosophers, for in him we live and move and have our being. And that's a quotation, um, and he's quoting that from, as he says, as even some of your own poets have said. Um, and then he gives another quotation, for we are indeed his offspring. So Paul was taking something known by the culture and the Greek philosophers and then giving it um, the spin of this is what it means through Christ. Um, so, and that helped them, that helped them see who God was. Um, so there is opportunity, even in a holiday like Halloween, to maybe do that, um, especially with the connection in history of All Hallows' Eve or uh, the Eve before All Saints' Day. Um, another piece to this, you could, you could also say that Jesus associated with those who were on the no-no list. Um, he garnered plenty of criticism from the religious of his day, especially the religious elite. Um, he associated with prostitutes and tax collectors. Um, prostitutes in particular would have been a group you absolutely have no interaction with. Um, yet even a prostitute, Rahab, actually is mentioned in Jesus's own lineage. Um, and that's a topic for a different day, though. That's that's a big topic. Um, but what I'm really trying to get across with this view is that there could be a case made that retreat entirely from things like Halloween might remove an opportunity to bring light into darkness. 
uh, we can be present and participate in these holidays within certain boundaries. Ultimately, Halloween is a fairly harmless holiday in our culture, even though there are certain parts of the population um, that really lean into that darker side of things, which we, of course, would draw a line. Um, So that would be the other view. Um, And that really brings us back to one of the questions I asked after the um, first harder stance. Um, You know, what is the intent with Halloween? What is your intent with Halloween? And if you celebrate it, uh, if your intent is maybe to be present within our culture without um, crossing certain boundaries, then I think it's totally fine to participate in some Halloween festivities um, that they are fairly harmless. Um, but if you are entertaining or getting wrapped up in the dark side of this holiday and evil spirits and fascination with the dead and those sort of things, um, that you probably would want to reconsider uh, your intent in interaction with Halloween because that is not something that we as Christians uh, believe or endorse. Um, But like all holidays, it's important for us as believers to be mindful of the history and reasons that we celebrate what we do, to make sure we don't cross certain lines or endorse particular things that are contradictory to our faith. Um, Some people will be adamantly against Halloween, uh, and some do find it more harmless. Um, There's a wide spectrum of thoughts about this in the Christian world. Um, but what I'll say this, whatever your opinion, um, make it mindfully and with scripture. Um, those are the two things I would always suggest is to be mindful, to have scripture, um, to be prayerful in what you decide to do or not do. Um, so yeah, this is definitely by far the most random I'm wondering podcast, uh, I think I've ever done. <laughs> uh, hopefully it was interesting. I know there's probably a lot more history than I, um, gave you today. Uh, and so you can look it up and, you know, learn more about Sam Hain and Halloween and how that all worked out. Um, but you know, I found this sort of interesting. Um, never would have thought that there was, you know, a, a good Christian connection with Halloween, uh, even if that's really not the case anymore in our culture. Um, but I'm a big lover of history, as all of you know, so I find it interesting just because I love history in general. Um, but yeah, if you have an I'm Wondering question, uh, please let me know at the I'm Wondering podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you are okay with me picking the most random topics available like today, then I would say just kick back and enjoy listening. Um, but yeah, that is it. I don't have an I'm wondering question, uh, for all of you to think about or talk about if you listen to this podcast with a spouse or someone else, you know, um, but yeah, um, that is it for now. I'm Dylan and this is the I'm wondering podcast.